When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, Geekscapists. Welcome to episode 178 of Geekscape. This is your favorite movies, video games, and comic book podcast. And porn. We do talk a lot about a lot of porn. Sometimes, it, it, yeah. I mean, it just comes up. It, it, as you can tell, this is a bit about... Uh, it's about the geek culture right. and, and our, our social lives, which sometimes just like degrades right down to pornography. Nothing um, wrong with that. So, guys, every week... Uh, when we're talking about the mo- latest movies, news, reviews, and all that about what's happened in the past week of geek media, I like to do it with a, a um, co-host. I like to t- review that stuff with a co-host. And this week, I'm uh, here with Jeffrey Harris. He's been a longtime friend of Geekscape. First time on the Geekscape. Probably not the last time on the Geekscape, right? Uh, no. <laughs> we call it the Geekscape. We, by the way, this now. is all the Geekscape Just in case you're right wondering. here. The big show, the Geekscape. Uh, I'm Jonathan London over on the left side. Over here, you can hear some chiming in from Brian Gilmore up on that uh, left side of screen. And uh, Jeff, where might the audience have known you prior? Like if they're reading the web, if they're like, like you write for different publications, if right? They, if they somehow find my marginal fringe sections, uh, I write for a website called 411mania.com, which is sort of an all encompassing sort of entertainment website. It's movies, TV, video games, uh, wrestling, uh, MMA, even politics, and some boxing. Uh-huh. And uh, that site gets a lot of traffic, actually. Yeah, I think we get a good amount of traffic, and I've written for that site for uh, several years. And I also, um, I'm now a more of a contributing writer to ToonZone, ToonZone.net, which is a big animation site, Disney animation, anime, anything cartoons, animation, will be on Toon Zone. So I'm doing a lot more of that now. That's something we don't cover a whole lot of on Geekscape. So yeah. we do. We would like more of it. You know, uh, I get listeners who ask for more cartoon, more anime, uh, stuff like that. But it's just between movies, video games, and comics and only having an hour a week, that's really what the website's for, for people to talk opinions about that. We do have forums on there where people have reviewed anime or talked about the latest stuff. Um, but on the show, dude... Any input you can throw out there, we would love to hear it. Because well, we're out week, of the loop a lot. Yeah. This week I'm actually doing uh, Alpha and Omega for them. So that's one, one of the things that I'm Is doing that this that week. Is that that dog movie? It, it, where looks, it looks like, like a 3D a... CG Balto remake or yeah, something. Yeah, and it looks like, it looks like a, it looks looks like horrible. a... It looks like a college project. It looks like from the people that made that really horrible fringe uh, movie, like Happily Never After. Yeah, and Lionsgate it, it, is releasing it, looks like it a so that's video sort of, it does that ends up on the screen but they're releasing it in 3D in theaters that being said uh, what was the one a couple of years ago that took place it wasn't Happily Ever After it was the other one with Little Red Riding Hood and it was actually Hoodwinked Hoodwinked and that one was actually pretty good writing wise the writing was good but the 3D animation was a little silly you did not enjoy it the Hoodwinked not at all I'm very and sorry and I hate that they spam it on Cartoon Network uh, I also really? Huh? They put it on. They, yes, they have. 
And uh, mm-hmm. I also, for print, uh, I've started doing a little bit for uh, a print magazine in Canada called MMA Authority. So if you're in Canada and you happen to find... Huh? <laughs> if you're in Canada, <laughs> if you if you're in Canada and you and you're in a newsstand or something, or you're buying a newsstand and you find MMA Authority, sometimes I have uh, things that are writing on there. In fact, I, I did an article on Deadliest Warrior that will be in that magazine That's coming the up. Show Deadliest Warrior. Yes, I sent Gilmore a couple years ago to the set of Get Deadliest Warrior, oh, hoping really? they would kill him. <laughs> and he survived. So, 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 no matter. Obviously, Gilmore is the deadliest G- warrior. Gilmore, uh, 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 <laughs> of whatever whatever warriors the they were testing, you're, you're, you're the reigning know. champion. And Me versus a bunch of fictionalized characters. We've tried sending them back. They won't have them. Well, so, like, what, what is like your warrior tribe name, Gilmore? <laughs> uh, a tribe. It's, it's he, he's a lone. He's a lone wolf, Dottie, okay. a rebel. This is Gilmore. I'll make it look like the scarabs from the mummy. Only it's just me. Just him and his loose skin. <laughs> we do have a lot of Canadian listeners. Um, you might also remember Jeff uh, when he was five in the Houston Zoo. He fell into the gorilla uh, cage, the encampment there, and actually survived for. I read this online, seventy-two hours before being That's rescued by zoo people. Holy shit! When you were five, this happened to you. That's amazing. You you it's were like, you, did you fall respect, in or what? I respect nature, and I I I. Those are real gorillas. I know gorilla gorilla sign language. Like some people oh. know American sign language. I know gorilla gorilla sign language. Because you remember PSL. recently that kid dropped his DSI light or his DSI into the gorilla right. thing. Did, did you know that story? No, did you I see didn't. It? Online a couple weeks ago, this kid at a zoo. Did you know this kid? Gilmore? This kid yeah. dropped like a DSI into the gorilla encampment. Right. At a zoo, and the gorilla started interacting with the DSI. And there's even an adorable screen grab somebody took. That I saw online, where the the big gorilla is playing, it looks like it's playing with it. It could just be looking at it, and the little baby gorilla is going like this, reaching for it. It it, it looks in, incredibly human. You see, if it was how a, did you survive for three days? Again, I know gorilla sign language, mm-hmm. and I can speak with gorillas. And now you fell in, you I fell, you fell in on on accident. But you sure your parents <laughs> didn't throw you, Mr. Harris? Well, I think my brother would have been the type to have thrown me. Okay. Nice. My parents, I was always a good Former son. Former miracle baby, but they, Jeffrey Harris. But <laughs> but there is a video of those gorillas. There's a video. Oh, See, there's a video of them playing yeah, with the DS? Like a few of if, it DS, singing, uh, if, it, if it was a 3DS, if it was a 3DS, those would have been dead gorillas. <laughs> I would have tricked that's them. Where, that's where you stop respecting nature. I would have become the beast. It's a 3DS, man. Have yeah. you seen Have you seen the 3DS? The 3DS was amazing. You were an at 3 but you were at E3. I was at E3. The 3DS was And phenomenal. I played the 3DS. We and I would kill on, uh, every gorilla on Earth if it got in between gorillas Holy shit. and the Listen 3DS. You, you fucking, start killing things. The fucking anti Jane Fossey over here. He's going around butchering, Jane motherfucker. I'm just saying. It's unlikely, but you know, gorillas aren't going to stand between me and the 3DS. That, nothing. <laughs> this, is, this is the machine that's going to save the world. I mean, what's more important, saving the world or saving gorillas? Saving the world trumps gorillas. There you go. We're, we're talking about the 3DS. The 3DS okay. is going to save the world. So I think the world is more important than one race of gorillas. Okay, we may, we may want to turn that into a t-shirt. All right. Um, what else have you been up to? Like, uh... Um... What do you do? I read. I also read scripts for production companies, for film production companies, and also writers and producers. Send me scripts, and I cover them. 
Um, I can't. I don't really think I can really say who I read it for. No, 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 please. No, that's fine. Your secrets are safe with us. Yeah. Huh? So, so I've never so really it's, signed. It's just us and our thousands of listeners. Do you, do, you, uh, do you read it and then you recite that to the illiterate uh, production heads or for people who no, I don't do, live in Hollywood? We, what, you, what is that? It's script coverage. Uh, script so. coverage is basically you have a script, which is sort of like the blueprint for a movie. And mm-hmm. then you do a, a write-up, basically do a write-up, a review of the script that gets sent to executives. And the executives, executives read it and decide, is this something we want to pursue in finance as a movie? Why don't you write a script? Huh? Why don't you write a script? Uh, I, do, I am writing a script. Well, what's it about? Huh? <clears throat> it is about um, two uh, samurais mm. that are not Japanese. Samurai. Who have to... I guess it would be samurai. Okay, two, two samurai. Shut <laughs> the fuck up. One, one, one is except uh, they were raised by like um, a... Gorillas? Sa- <laughs> not gorillas. No, okay. uh, a Japanese master. Okay, but they're white dudes. No, no. One, Dude, one is black. Sword? Okay, one's one white, is black, one, and, one's and one black. is white. White, okay. and um, they they get kicked out of their home because it's not safe for them to live at their home anymore. So they move to Hollywood and try and hide there, and they get jobs in the entertainment industry. Oh, so it's like uh, it's not as dumb as Beverly Hills Ninja, but it's sort of that fish out of water story. B- basically, and uh, I kind of wanted autobiographical, it, huh? Autobiographical. I kind of. It's kind of about like. My experience of moving out to L.A. and also, like, how I love stuff that's Japanese and martial arts and anime. And how you kill for a living as a ninja. Samurai, samurai, samurai. I I wish I could. (laughs) Well, speaking for somebody who does kill for a living, please, please, I'm going to segue into our movie review. This weekend, uh, a movie was released that I've been looking forward to for a very long time, at least since Grindhouse... When you saw the movie introduces one of the trailers in the movie, this is Machete with Danny Trejo as the Mexican, uh, I guess he, he's a Mexican day laborer ex-federale who gets picked up by a Jeff Fahey's Politico character and assigned and set up to assassinate a politician uh, in the movie is played by Robert De Niro. And there are a ton of characters in the movie played by pretty well-known actors. But basically the setup is he's an ex-federale. Steven Seagal kills his wife and family. He's dumped into America. He's injured, recovering, working as a day laborer. Jeff Fahey picks him up for one job he can't say no to. He should have said no because he's set up. And now the bad guys are trying to kill him. And they're trying to force this pretty... The, the plot line about the border and pushing the politics and stuff like that gets a bit heavy and a bit, you know... Uh, you can follow it, but it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Um, but that's basically the setup of the movie. It's Danny Trejo, Robert Rodriguez. We've all loved his his past movies. Uh, that came out this weekend. I was looking forward to it big time. What did you think of the movie, Jeff? Uh, Tour de Force. It was a fantastic microcosm parable for life on the border and the challenges that uh, immigrants and illegal immigrants have to face: racism, uh, fear, um, unjust laws. Uh, Danny Trejo, his performance was absolutely amazing. He's definitely going to be in the running for Best Actor. Um, Robert Rodriguez, I mean, he's at the cutting edge. He's at the forefront of innovative filmmaking. The man is a genius. The movie was pure genius. I mean, what a a fantastic way to sort of present the plight of uh, immigrants um, that they're facing in America than through this amazing sort of, um, this amazing thrill ride you know 
So best, picture. Right, best picture. Best so picture. Documentary. I can't tell when Jeff is fucking with us. He says Danny Trejo for best actor. I start going. Well, I mean, of course, it's not like the yeah, typical. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Uh, I got you. I got you. Uh, overrated. Uh, there will be blood garbage that Hollywood typically churns out. But yeah, I think God, it's God got forbid a shot. That, that that fantastic film. <laughs> um, I did. I the first ten. I, 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 I'll give you this. Uh, Wow, you, my friend, we are going to read your words because that, that that was a review. I, don't, I think that's the first time in 178 episodes that somebody's actually come with a... With some kind of opinion? Well, with an, a review that is that concise and that direct. And that, I mean, that thing, that covered the movie right there. But it did not share my opinion. Is that really your opinion of the movie? You loved it. Uh, are you fucking with us? I mean, didn't I, did, what did I not... Was I can't I, tell when you're fucking with me. I just said it. Okay. It's, um, the movie's fantastic. It's best just, picture. Just, That's <laughs> how he felt, John. He thought it was best picture. He said best actor, not best picture. And best then picture. he said best picture. Are best picture. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, no, you're right. I'm, I, I am messing with you. Um, it was. We can get into the details. It was silly, re- silly, fun, ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It was over the top. You know, I, 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 I just think it's a doing a in the format of like this sort of grindhouse sort of mm-hmm. thing. I think it's a silly way to sort of do the whole political debate thing. Yeah. I mean, I think you can take it either way, though. You can right. take it as your little <laughs> parable since all this is going on, mm-hmm. since all this is going on right now, you know, with uh, immigration reform. Mm-hmm. Or you can just accept it as this totally stupid, dumb, fun yeah, you, action you can, adventure movie. That, that, that's a tough thing because I, I gotta tell you, I, I go to see this movie and I'm super pumped. And what I love about the movie is that I'm sitting in a theater and there's tons of Hispanics in the theater with me. Well, the theater's still only half full. I, that's why I go to see movies down at the marina where it's, right. it's not Hollywood, it's not congested. But it's all Hispanics in the theater with Laura and I. And I'm excited because Robert got support. and Robert Rodriguez is one of these directors who I will watch anything he makes opening day because I mean he's the reason he's one of the reasons you go to film school right right we love him and I'm watching this movie and although I really loved Planet, I saw him speak when I was at film school and I loved Planet Terror uh, and I and I love the Machete trailer the first ten minutes of this movie are fucking awesome you see the backstory pre credits where where he and his partner. They're gonna they're gonna ignore the local police telling them not to engage. They go in to hunt down Steven Seagal's drug dealer, you know, thing. And there's Steven and the, Seagal has an Asian like servant, just and, like in yeah, real life. And 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 in the first ten minutes, I mean, there's in, in the first ten minutes, nice. there there are so many heads getting cut off. There, good point, Jeff. There there are hands being cut off. There are titties. There are explosions. There are cars going into people. There's a great first ten minutes, right? Then the credits happen, and then we, we start to turn into a different kind of movie where you, it says like three, five years later, he's now on a, in a Texas town, which I can't ca- keep from separating from Austin because it's Austin, but it's supposed to be just Texas town, generic Texas town. Right. And Michelle Rodriguez's character there is there, and she kind of helps this budding uh, resistance movement. Then there's Jessica Alba's character and she works for the uh, Migra trying to keep these uh, you know she's trying to, to monitor the illegal immigration we're already Gilmore shaking his head that things it's already she too in, much yeah you've got Don Johnson's character who's kind of a, a, a redneck who runs around with a video camera shooting 
uh, illegal immigrants and yeah, so they don't make and putting them in. So they don't make uh, uh, anchor babies. Yeah, devious anchor babies. Yeah, I mean that's what the racists call babies who are born in the U.S. Yeah, that's what that that's anchor babies, normal thing. Yeah, right? Yeah, okay. So so he does he does that. And then you've got Robert De Niro who runs around with him, who's running for senator, state senator. And then you've got Jeff Fahey who works for Robert De Niro. The movie gets really convoluted. And Lindsay Lohan. Very quickly. And he plays his habit. daughter. What does she do? That's what I've been she waiting She plays for. his daughter. Jeff Fahey's daughter. Oh, okay. Right? Who, she not. She looked at me. She, no. she, it's fine. Um, the point is that the movie immediately hits a wall of just convoluted plot in a lot of what I thought was preachy. The movie was really preachy. Here's my thing about... Robert Rodriguez. I mean, I like and respect Robert Rodriguez a lot, but it's, it was the same problems I have with Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Yes, I think that's very... Way too much very, plot. Very, there were yeah. way too many characters. And the parts, there are really good parts in all of his movies, mm-hmm. but the parts are not as great as the whole. So this, I, I kind of felt about this movie, what I felt about Once Upon a Time in Mexico. That's the one I, felt, I threw parallels to as well. Yeah. Um, both very, very fun, enjoyable movies, some really good, fun performances, but never fully comes together as a singular whole movie. And it, and it just felt sloppy, and I know this is the Grindhouse language, and you want to do a Grindhouse movie, but beyond Roger Corman and, uh, and, and um, Russ Meyer, name me another director who did Grindhouse movies, and most people who aren't, I mean, most people wouldn't be able to do it, this is Robert Rodriguez we're talking about. Even though I know he's working within a grindhouse language, we do hold him to higher standards. We do pay $10, $11, $12 to go see a Robert Rodriguez movie expecting a bit of a, of a higher standard. We did not get that. I don't feel like we got that higher standard. I felt like I'm a teacher. I, I'm, I'm someone who just saw a prize people hand in a half-assed work assignment. Does that make sense? It, was, I, it felt sloppy. I, don't think, I wouldn't call it, it half-assed. I just well. think this is sort of how Robert Rodriguez is as a filmmaker. I think this is... Oh, he's half-assed as a film? Oh, I don't think so. I like him. I don't him. think he's half-assed. I, 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 I respect him. I, I don't think he's... Ha- I think this is just sort of his... I, th- I find his films can sometimes be somewhat disjointed and not really... Undisciplined. But, I mean, that's also... But here's the other thing. I think that's also part of Rodriguez's charm. Because, you know, right. he's like... He's like this Making visionary. Making movies with he's his buddies. Ma- right. And he's doing it himself. Right. He's doing it himself. He's, do- he's doing movies on his own terms. He's... I mean, he, he very good argument. He brings uh, he films everything in Texas. I love that what he's he's been a great boon for the uh, the Texas film community, the Austin film community, and he's brought so much good and he's been such a great influence on on the film community that I think it's overall I think it's it's sort of like blessing and a curse, right? What he what right. he the way he does. His whole method. You feel like maybe there are uh, the way he does things independently. Maybe there aren't people who are a- asking him to work. You know, maybe not keep his feet to the fire and say, "Dude, you know, there are five instances in this movie where someone jumps out the window. You only really need one. There are three redneck bad guys in this movie. You probably only need one. You know, uh, tightening it. I, I, I mean, felt like it was a little. I loose. think this just kind of goes back to uh, I once I recently saw Robert Rodriguez, he did sort of a family film panel at the LA Film Festival. Right. This was in yeah. 2009. He was, he was doing it with Chooch Marin, and he was talking about how he did a, uh, a Hollywood studio lot tour, and he brought his son along, and someone got really upset and yelled at him for bringing his son. Like, I think that's just sort of his, 
he does again he does things on his own terms he makes his movies how he wants to make them mm -hmm. um he doesn't have like those sort of executive type notes which is kind of what's what you were saying would sound like those were kind mm -hmm. of those are kind of like studio executive notes and the reason he probably doesn't deal with that is because he always does his movies on time and like under budget right right and I he has apparently has the easiest shooting schedules easiest shoots and the most fun shoots so I, and that's why right. everyone wants to work with him i remember uh him telling me when i interviewed him years ago saying i know that i have the budget right when the executives say are you sure you can make it for this much and then he goes off and does it i just wish that i had enjoyed machete more I, I wish that it had been uh a, a bit more of a robert rodriguez movie and a bit less of a grindhouse movie. i, 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 I wish do it would, too i wish it had, I, I wish it had tightened a bit I Does do too, sense? and that it, it makes total sense. And again, I feel the same way about almost all of his movies he's made, except for maybe Desperado, which I think is Dust Till Dawn. I loved, uh, loved and Dust, Dust Till Dawn, and, and, and Dust Till Dawn, and Sin City. Was my favorite movie for years. Sin City was the shit. Uh, what, what is your problem with what? <laughs> I like I like Sin City. Sin City. I mean, I mean, again, this just kind of goes along with the first Spy Kids was was pretty good with the way Rodriguez the way he works. I mean. Without Sin City, we wouldn't have 300. Right. You know, uh, in this whole sort of new neo-noir comic book style. I like style. Sin City more than 300. Uh, I, I, I know, I know. A I lot of naked guys, you're into <laughs> MMA and wrestling. So 300 kinda, was tailor-made for you. I like, but I like... I like Not enough pecs in the Sin City, I like huh? Sin City a lot, but yeah, I mean... Naked Carlo Gugino, bunch of 300 Spartans <laughs> without shirts. Naked, uh, I, naked I, Lena Headey. I, I see where you're at. I see where you're naked at. Naked Lena Headey. <laughs> I got you. Okay. Not I got dark nipples. Not enough dark nipples. And well, maybe you're, maybe you're, maybe you're Garth or uh, Marv. Oh, uh, I do. I, I, you know what? Make your works rejuvenation did start with Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Right. Um. So moving on, moving Go on. Ahead. What, what, what movies have you seen recently that uh, work on the Jeff Harris scale of? Ah, ah. Movies? I'm glad you asked this question, Mr. London. The Expendables. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Expendables was great, wasn't it? Straight male-on-male -male pornography. <laughs> Hardcore, male-on-male, -male, heterosexual, straight pornography. If such a thing could exist, it would be The Expendables. <laughs> and you know I'm and right. It, and it exists. It, it, it does exists. exist now. No, no, Jeff, Jeff uh, wh why, why are you obsessed so much with the wrestling, with the MMA, with the uh, karate, with the, with, the, with the action, things like that? Are you Not a former fighter? Karate. Are you a former fighter yourself? No, I, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe it is, there is some know. sort of latent um, male uh, homoeroticism to it. But we're, we're okay with that. <laughs> Welcome to the club. I don't, I don't, I just... Um, what is it that I resent? Because you know, like I'm not into that. Here, stuff, here, you know? here, I, I guess here, here's what it is. I resent the whole sort of feminization of male actors that we see these days. Yes. Like in the Twilight movies. Yes. I, They're a bunch I, of chicks. Yeah, I, I don't really like that. So I kind of like, I like, I gravitate more toward you know movies like Rambo and mm. Predator, like. Oh well, well like, th there was a time when there was a giant Van Damme kickboxer right. poster up on this wall, and I got to tell you guys. This is blank. I want to know what you guys think I should put up there because I'm really leaning to putting Van Damme right back up on this and wall. I remember he wants to come back. He's talking to me. He's like, Johnny, put the first up. show, the first show I ever saw of Geekscape was when um, my friend Jason's like, "Hey, check this out. This is Paul Paul London, his brother, 
uh, does a show. And it's it's kind of like, weird, it's kind of gay, but <laughs> check it out. But like you guys were talking about, um, what was that John Woo movie with Van Damme, Hard Target? Yeah, best and, American movie that he made. And like, um, and and you guys had this story about finding like a uh, uh, the work. Uh, print um where it has missing 13 minutes right and it there has are 13 a, minutes missing from it right and that and that influenced me to find that movie and, uh, and like i love like the old van damme movies i love that hard target movie i love i love john woo's movies like um uh, hard boiled hard boiled i love yes. i love those old just shoot 'em up action movies that did have were very well shot and, and still i felt had good storytelling and that led you to mma uh, I've always been a fan of MMA. Mm-hmm. I've been a since it was called No, no Holds Barred. I've been a fan of it. Now, do you, would you wrestle Gilmore on camera? Huh? If we get, well, how much money to wrestle Gilmore on camera? I, I'm not. I mean, come on, come on. It's not. It's, it's only gay if you come, please. <laughs> how much, Mr. Harris? What, like, I'm like Robert. Redford are you offering? Wait, proposal, are you? Are you wait, are you? How wa- much? How much to wrestle the uh, the little boy over there? Hundred dollars. That's awesome. Oh, oh hundred dollars. <laughs> if you guys put up the money. I'll put up the uh, I'll put up the uh, I'll, I'll put up the I lotion. Put, if put you, up you guys, the if you guys, lotion. I'll put up the lotion. If you guys put up the money. <laughs> the petroleum. Wait, jelly. I'm not. I'm not. Wait, I'm. What? What? <laughs> it's not going to be naked. It's wrestling. <laughs> oh no! Oh oh! You thought that you could ask the price and then define the? No! 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 Oh oh! If you wanted to, oh if you want to decide the stakes, then, then then there's no money involved. If there's money involved, then. Oh yeah, we we decide what it is. So you you Jeff, go Jeff, go ahead and go, ask for more. Go ahead and ask for we more. We go Greco Roman or we go home. <laughs> All right, like th- there is a very good. We're gonna chance, go native, huh? There's a very good chance that you might have Gilmore's nutsack on your face <laughs> at some point during a wrestling match. Or your life. I well, you they're paying Worse things have happened to me than probably getting teabagged okay. by Gilmore. Um, <laughs> episode just gets better. What would these things be? Huh? What's one thing that possibly could have Kevin been Smith? Worse? Kevin Smith called me a bitch once. Why? Uh, I was asked, trying to ask him a question. Did you deserve it? What were you asking? I don't think so. What, 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 what were you asking? What were you asking? Uh, I was trying to ask him about that movie he did with Richard Kelly and acting in that movie. What was the movie with Richard Kelly? Oh, oh he was oh, in oh, Southland uh, Tales. Southland yeah, Southland Tales. Tales. Yeah. Because okay. this was what, before what, that what movie came out and yeah. I wanted to know how he liked doing it. And I think in the process, I, he called me a bitch. Just for asking that? You didn't ask something like, specific like... I think I was... Well. I think I was I I was on a microphone and I was sort of talking over him, and I didn't quite hear what. And then he's like, "I'm about to tell." And he's like, "I'm about to tell you, bitch." So it was, uh, I guess I was over speaking on my part because I was nervous. Have you forgiven him? Huh? Are you still kind of pissed about it? Are you still going to therapy over there? No. Like you didn't go. I'm not pissed out? at him. I was like, "Oh man, I I messed up. I'm I'm right. so embarrassed." You're more pissed at yourself. Huh? Did you go home and it was, flagellate? I'm not pissed you? at myself. I was. It was just embarrassing because I was at school. In front mm. of like my film, my film student friends, mm. wow. and it was oh, you know, fuck. it's like God, God, for, God forbid you embarrass yourself a bunch of in front of a bunch of kids making movies about how their parents are alcoholics and they're coming <laughs> out of the closet. Film school, like, come on, dude, forget those it's kids. Aw- it was Austin. It was UT. It's like, man, like my professors were there. Oh, Jeff, you embarrassed us with this question. You know, <sighs> it was. He's never coming back uh, to Texas again. You've walked <laughs> away from our tutelage. <laughs> but no, I, it like it, it doesn't it bother it, it honestly <sighs> it honestly doesn't bother me. It honestly doesn't bother me that much, but at the time it was like, "Oh man, I can't believe that happened." Yeah. Yeah. So have you been able to make it up? Perhaps? Huh? You made it up perhaps? Maybe like signed on to those forums and been like, "What I meant to say back in 96." 
Oh, no. Okay. Yeah, I think you just have to let that one I, go. I try to avoid Kevin Smith these days. Cop Out? Did you like the movie? Huh? You didn't see Cop I Out? Ha- uh, uh, well, I, I did actually write an early review of Cop Out. Oh, spoiler warning. Oh, you didn't like it? Not really. Okay. Okay. Um, guys, uh, on the Geekscape website, you'll see that there's Geekscape news submitted by people just like yourselves. <laughs> keeping this machine going baby so you kind of owe it to each other to go down there and submit news and and share some news uh this is some news that's been given on the website this uh sandman the uh the comic book series done morpheus by or mystery theater uh morpheus okay right is morpheus done and uh it looks like it might become a tv show and this yeah. guy eric kripke who you know because he's one of the Woo. executive producers of uh supernatural yeah he's like the guy who ran supernatural right. for, uh, for a while he's sort of like they're jostling but he and ran it left. into the ground he just left yeah is what? he still on camera? Like, he's leaning over there. Is, okay. he, is he good? You yeah, good? Okay, okay, thank you. Uh, yeah, Eric Kripke could lead that up. I mean, I don't know. Sandman as a TV series, how do you guys see it? Talk amongst yourselves. What do you think? Sandman is not... Conducive to a not, television? No, it's not material that's that would work in any other form of media. It's not filmable. Mm-hmm. Much like Alan Moore was right about Watchmen, it's not filmable. I did Just, enjoy the Watchmen movie. Yeah, but, but, it, yeah. He, but Alan Moore was still right that you can't take what was on the page mm-hmm. and turn it into a, movie, a, mm-hmm. a good movie. He was right about that. Uh, I think San, I think Sandman is the same way. Why don't you make Sandman Mystery Theater would be a great sort of serialized TV series. Mm-hmm. Um, be perfect for a TV series or sort of a period comic book movie. Sandman Mystery Theater. There you go. That's a better Sandman Deborah series. Harris works in development here in Hollywood. He's calling the shots. But many of the movies and TV shows that you've seen Yeah, what kind of power do you have? Like, how many like, people do they give it to right. usually? Like, yeah. If you say no to a script, that's not like no, That's it. basically it. I will, it's I will say... You, you, you make and break I will say I did, a, I, I did recommend a recent script that did get a recent really big deal made. What? Okay. Oh. I don't know if it was because of the recommendation I wrote for it. I... I like to think of myself that maybe it did, but... Okay. You may have heard of a little movie called Clash of the Titans. Uh, <laughs> guys, uh, along Not that... enough nipples. Along that, the line, that line of thought, uh, Transformers 3, you know they're... You don't even know when they start shooting these movies. You just look up and there's a new Transformers movie getting are. shot. This extra was in, you know, a, a, a vehicle stunt. She was a stunt, dri- a stunt extra. I heard about this. And the cable that was pulling the car snapped whipped around and just lacerated her head and she went to the hospital is this, she dead? I, uh, she's in serious condition it sounds like her head came Isn't off that brutal? her body yeah, that's what she that's went to the hospital did it cut she her wasn't head dead okay. I think it was a, a laceration I mean it, it went I heard she like was big, in critical condition critical condition yeah so she has this big sub-zero scar now now right she like wasn't almost isn't that brutal could you imagine it's like a 24 year old girl oh man oh, I mean God. you know that that's mm-hmm. what well that's why I probably wouldn't uh, audition for extra work for a Michael Bay movie Medical right, mom. right. I mean, you could handle that. You can handle like an action scene or something like that. We should make you. We should make an action movie with like you in it. What? Well, you starring. Well, you starring in it. Okay. Not like the then, computer guy. Because then that not wouldn't the happen. Driver. Because then that wouldn't. Then you're that the wouldn't fucking, happen to me with a cable. No, you're the fucking star, man. You're right. the guy who's like. So I wouldn't. I yeah, wouldn't like, be put in no, dangerous you, situations. No, you're stunt. You're stunt yeah, person. Right. Then we'd you for like a hundred dollars. You're stunt double. We should make an action. We should have like. Like in a world like that kind of shit, right? It's like uh-huh. the president's like, get him now, and all of a sudden you just see a silhouette, and it's like fucking Jeff. It's like I was raised by gorillas, you know what I mean? Like shit like that. But you know, this and time the president would say, get me the J to the E to the double F free. 
that's racist. Why would he say it like that? Well, yeah, why would he say that? Because he's black? <laughs> no, that's He's got to do like a hip-hop? He's got to rap? That's how they speak. Does, I want, when, when people say my name, What do you mean, people? <laughs> when anyone pronounces my name, that's how I want my name to be pronounced. J to the E to the double F free. That's right. Oh, wow. Or... Holy shit. And then like a... Or you can add in a little woo before the re. Woo! Yeah. Oh, okay. Wait, wait, wait. So, so like a Ric Flair woo. Wait, wait, it's go. J to the E to the double F re. Wait, so it's J to the E to the double F woo re. Exactly. Is that what you, okay. Yes. So like you got tur- No, it sounds like you fucking have Tourette's. Don't lose the woo. woo! It sounds like they got woo. It sounds like they have Tourette's. Well, don't, you don't want that. He probably wants it in the background, like in a Will Smith song. Oh, so like some guys like so go, okay, go. okay. J to the E to the W. Woo! Oh shit, I fucked it up. Sorry, but but I think it ha- J to the E to the double F re, like that. That's yeah, like what that. you want. So, so it's a two-person job. Okay. 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 Um, guys, Fantastic Four reboot at Fox. We've been telling you guys about how the Iron Fist movie is coming out. Uh, they hired writers for that, and how Fox is fast tracking this x-men year uh what is it first class and all that now the fantastic four reboot they they're working on it it's between three directors joe carnahan who just did a team james tanked yeah james so maybe they can push him around a little james mcteague who was the guy who did uh, ninja assassin that movie sucked Uh, and v for vendetta which also sucked and uh and and david yates who did the last two harry potter movies is that correct he's okay Uh, they're thinking about Bruce Willis as the thing. Uh, the voice of the thing. No, the voice of the thing, because it would be Bruce Willis uh, at the beginning, and then right. all of a sudden he turns on the thing he and he's CGI. Mo- okay. Mo-cap or whatever. And then uh, Stephen Moyer, who I guess is on True Blood, is, as Victor Von Doom. Oh! Bill from, Bill from True Blood. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm still a man who, like, um, I don't know. That's not bad. Get a European to play a fucking European. Is uh, Fox, uh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't trust Fox to urinate me. Urinate on me if I were on fire. Mm. They they would mess they would mess that up. I wouldn't trust Fox to urinate me. Like they have to help you. <laughs> to urinate on me Jeffrey if Harris, I was Jeffrey Harris, man of many flames. opinions. You are a man of strong opinions, Jeffrey. Jeff, you James have to, to be. the E to no, the WFR. That's how most people feel about Fox. I mean, but when he, have they not let us down with a superhero? Here's the, here's the thing. The only reason they're trying to fast track a movie right now is because their rights are about to expire. Um. They failed, yes, the fran- yes. they failed the franchise several years ago. Yes. The, uh, Silver- we're not getting a Silver Surfer movie. We didn't get Galactus. So now they're... You got a Magic Cloud. Huh? That wasn't Galactus. It was a Magic Cloud. You don't, it was uh, you Galactus. Don't it was a cosmic storm. You don't like that? Huh? You don't like that? No, I don't like that. Okay. That's wrong. Um, it's not like that Mighty Monk you have in your glass case over there. Oh, yeah. So... American uh, Hong got me that. Okay, but I mean, guy. five years ago when they got... Um, who they get? Julian McMahon to play right. Victor Von Doom. Right. He was the star of the big edgy cable TV series um, Nip Talk. Yeah, it's the same thing. Same you think thing that they're making Steven... the similar dis- uh, yeah. similar mistakes? Big oh, edgy cable TV series. Okay, okay, Mr. Harris, man of a million opinions. How would you cast? How would you go about? Who would you get to direct? I don't have opinions. You... No, no. Everything, oh, I, everything oh. I have is based on fact. Okay, so truth. so 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 fact. Who would you put? His opinions, like encyclopedias, have articles. <laughs> <laughs> how how would how would you go about putting together a successful Fantastic Four f- uh, film franchise? I would, what are the pieces? The pieces are giving the rights back to Marvel and letting them handle the franchise. Did you just cop out on my answer? Did he just cop out on my answer? No, man. Uh, my question? No, man. No, no, no. You're Marvel. You're whatever. You who are who is in charge? Regardless of who's in charge, you are in charge. I'd wait. Who do you hire? 
Who do you put who, where? Who, who do I hire? Who do you hire? Who's your I'm director? Who's director. your director? Who's your director? Go. Uh, think who's who's ideal director. Don't fuck around with me. Um, Neil Neil Blomkamp. Oh, Neil Blomkamp. Okay. That's okay. a safe choice. That's a safe, okay. Okay. Uh, you can say uh, anything. For uh, no. Or, yeah, okay. Okay. So uh, I'm thinking Neil Blomkamp. Uh, actors. Act actors are tough, but um. So easy, Mister F- Mr. Fantastic. He he can't be he can't be weak willed. He has to be a leader. He has to be a strong willed, believable leader. He he has to be. Maybe it's at times he's a little scatterbrained, uh, a little absent minded. But he has he can't be like uh, Mister Noncommittal, Mister. Right. Uh, I'm a, I'm a limp noodle type like uh, right. What's his name? You, you, you no, that's not right. I got you. What's, what's his name? Ewan Griffith. Yeah. How, yeah, he was horrible. Ingr- yeah, it can't be like that. Um, you have to cast a real actress to play uh, Sue Storm. So Rachel McAdams, get... Rachel McAdams as Sue Storm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who's your Doctor Doom? Who Doctor who, who defines be... the hero? Who's the villain that defines your hero? <sighs> Doctor Doom has to be someone that can that when they it has to be. Do you remember how like chilling it was to hear Darth Vader talk? Of course. That's how Doctor Doom has to sound. He. Darth Vader essentially ripped off Doctor Doom anyway, so Doctor Doom has to be better than Darth Vader. So mm. it has to be someone. The prequels who can... have helped in that regard. Huh? I think. I think that the prequels have helped in that yeah, regard. Yeah. So it's yeah. like you have to, you basically have to show people what Darth Vader really should be, which is Doctor Doom. Okay. So someone that can do has to be uh, someone like a Daniel Day Lewis. I, I was going to say, uh, and it sucks because he's played a shitty villain so so much recently. Not uh, it. Do, now that doesn't but, but mean. I, but I was going to say, I was going to say Ray Fiennes. Because because Ray, listen, Ray Fiennes in the English patient, in the English patient, he's all by himself. You know what I mean? Right. Like remember, he's wrapped up and stuff. He's acting. Uh, I like right? Voldemort. I like Ray. I like Ray Fiennes a lot. He plays a great Voldemort, but on the other hand, he played a horrible Hades. Right, horrible Hades. So horrible it's like. Hades. He's the th- here's right. my thing about Ray but, Fiennes. But you know what I'm saying? Somebody, next. somebody with like a, a direct. That's, so, you, I agree. Your 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 guy totally was great. Agree. Who'd you say? Daniel Day Lewis. Lewis. And I'm Solid. Say, and I'm saying not. Even though you hated that Oil movie. So, Daniel so not, Day Lewis. Uh, someone like Daniel Day Lewis. No, I, I get you. Somebody with, with commanding, magnetic, commanding. commanding, and can talk really. And just act with his eyes, if right. maybe. Exactly. Um, Jeremy Irons. Get the fuck out of here. No. no not Did you right. see Aragon? No. 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 Get out of this Gilmore. room, Gilmore. Leave, leave give me that uh, give me that Mountain Dew. <laughs> give me that Mountain Dew. You don't he deserve like, you don't like deserve Mountain Dew. Is taking stuff from you? He like hits uh, Give me that shirt. You don't the, deserve to wear a Gideon Grave shirt. Give me that shirt. Can you believe this guy? Gilmore, take that shirt off. Give me that shirt. Uh, I was gonna. I mean, it's been it's been said a lot, especially after the Incredibles. With someone like a Brad Bird, I want to see what he does live action. Oh yeah, there you go. Brad Bird would be my. You know, I I liked who they originally had on the Fantastic Four franchise, which is the dude who did uh, Peyton Reed. Peyton Reed. The guy who did Bring It On. Yeah, well, he had some style in that movie he did with... uh, Um, with, uh, Down With Love. Down With Love. It had some style to it. I didn't care about the movie, but it had its own distinct visual feel and style and pace. Peyton Reed is a very underrated director. I agree. He did... uh, I loved uh, The Breakup. Mm -hmm. I was probably one of the few... No, The Breakup was great. I liked it. It was was an honest... Movie. I think he always. I think he does have you gone very some solid work. Gruesome bro- breakups. Have you gone through some brittle breakups? Um, because I mean, that's the kind of movie. Like, like you watch that movie and you're like, oh man, I, we've well, been there. We. Like, what I like about the movie there, is yeah. that it's not. 
is that it actually did something different from the typical typical romantic comedy, but it wasn't like a depressing dark comedy. Did you see this one with the drink the jizz or what is it where Jason Jason Bateman drinks the jizz? Is that what happens in the switch? What was that? He, rules of attraction? No, no, the switch. He's holding the the cup like he's going to drink the jizz. The switch. That movie that just came out. Jennifer oh, Aniston. Um, oh, the Jennifer. Aniston. I haven't yeah. seen that movie yet. Is it, isn't he going to drink it? On the poster, it looks like he's going to drink it. I haven't seen that. Okay. It's a whole movie about drinking jizz. I don't know. I w- I'll start that rumor. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it, but I'll start that rumor. Man, you watch. All of a sudden, people start flocking to the theater to see the switch. Man, I want to see Jason Bateman drink that cup of jizz. Um, I, 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 uh, I loved the breakup. I thought it was great. Um, oh yeah. Uh, did, that, did that help you with your relationships? If you, I mean, you, you in a relationship that, you, you, all the time? No, no, no. At the time, I, 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 I'm in relationships all the time. I was until I chose one, stuck with it. But, uh, but for me, it just sounded, you know, it, like a couple that was belonging together, but just a bit off. Right. And the communication problems, it just rung true. All of that, all of that, all of that. And they were brutal. Felt, and they were brutal. It was, yeah, it rung true. But it was still funny, and I loved the ending. Mm-hmm. It was, and in the in the movie did well, and like. I mean, it didn't do, like, Wedding Crashers, but I just really appreciated what what they did with that movie. And not a lot of people really talk about it, even though it was sort of a hit. So, yeah. I like anytime it comes up, I like to bring up that I like the breakup. Did you like this uh, Eat, Pray, Love? No. You saw it? No, I didn't see it. Okay, just, just checking. Just checking the gayness. I'll, um, <laughs> I'll never see that movie. Never see? Never. No. Would you, okay, would you see that movie if... <laughs> Uh, if, would you see that movie if uh, Rachel McAdams was like Jeff listen I want to give it a shot I want to go on a date with you but we have to go see Eat Pray Love maybe di- dinner and then Eat Pray Love would you go sit Rachel through McAdams. Rachel McAdams would you sit through Eat Pray Love with a romantically inclined <laughs> Rachel McAdams okay this is strictly hypothetical she's on your side of the door huh <laughs> okay before okay is that a yes Rachel no? McAdams we will have dinner and then you have to sit through. Eat, and pray, we will love. sit. And we will sit through eat, pray, love. If afterward we get to do nasty things in a bed together. I think it'd be nasty. Well, like fart and like eat, like, like eat like, cookies, like eat cookies, and like, and like, <laughs> or like like there gross will be cookie, there, gooey cookies and melted. <laughs> okay, there will okay. be uh, fortune. We will be okay. Okay, there will be fortune cookie eating in that bed. Or like okay, okay. Yeah. Christina Applegate. She's married. Hypothetical question. <laughs> Christina Applegate. And okay. romantically inclined. Dinner and then you pray love. Would you do it? Uh, no. No? Come on! Christina Applegate's adorable. I mean... What's your problem? She's married. This is hypothetical. No, no, Why do I want to go... Okay. In, the, in the Geekscape one verse, I, okay. In the Geekscape verse, I don't want to have dinner with Christina Applegate, and I don't want to see Eat, Pray, Love, and I don't want to see Eat, Pray, Love with Christina Applegate either. Why? She's a very, <laughs> she's very funny. She's a brilliant comedic. Actress. She's hilarious. What about the actress? Because I don't want to see Eat, Pray, Love. Well, okay. One but more. She, but afterwards, she'd make out with you and do um, nasty things like Kelly Bundy. <laughs> Kelly Bundy. Yeah, she's adorable. Well, Okay, uh, the actress who played Sun in Lost. Who? I don't know. The actress who played Sun from Lost. What actress is that? The Asian chick. The Asian chick. No. Racist. Racist. Okay, Devin Aoki. Yeah, Devin Aoki. Still no. 
What? She was in. She's hot. She, she dated she Kevin. Was, uh, hold on, Kevin, it's because of integrity. Let him explain. Lenny Kravitz. Himself. She was in this really horrible movie I saw Doom on TV. Generation? Huh? Doom? No, it was this movie. She was in Skimwalkers, I think. Jeff, what was your first Jeff, job? Jeff, what's your standards here? Huh? You got some pretty lofty standards on babes, man. You got some pretty Didn't lofty okay? standards. I, I'm not. A you were those people who complained about Megan Fox's thumbs, weren't you? Yeah, you're like, he oh. has hammer thumbs. <laughs> he does. We have Megan Fox here. She's gonna she's gonna break you down physically huh? and talk to you. Talk about you. Can go right ahead. Hammer thumbs on you. She, would want, you would want those thumbs she, up your ass so fast. She is nothing. Right she has never made a good movie ever. Who cares? Oh yeah, that that that, that matters in the in the heat of the the, the moment. Yes, it does. Because at bars, that's a Jonah Hex. Women. Jonah Hex. I like how Jeff is like Jennifer's please, please, body. I can't, I, I can't take. I, I can't consummate this. You made Jennifer's body. <laughs> It's like what? Jennifer's body is the best thing she's ever done. I just I'm not a big Megan Fox fan. I'm not a big Devin Aoki fan. Who you don't is, you don't have to be. Your, you who are you a fan of? Where's your standard, man? You're Elizabeth all over the Banks. map. Okay, funny, okay. adorable, charming, Ivy League grad. Um, Mira you're Sorvino. Set, you're setting the bar a little high. Mira oh, Mira, Sorvino, Mira Sorvino's I mean, adorable. Yeah, but I mean, it's not like she has this stellar film career. Where the, the fuck are you gonna end up with Paul yeah. Sorvino the way you? She's act. an Academy Award winner. <laughs> she is. On a light year. Yeah. Um, not to take anything away from the accomplishment and the fact that she worked with Woody Allen and all that, but listen, what? it was a light year, man. What is what is the problem here, though? I don't understand. The problem is, what's the problem here, Gilmore? <laughs> there's there, there's there's a species of, of of internet people that exist, uh, or just people that have a uh, a disjointed uh, a view of reality of what they would do in reality versus what they would do looking at someone on the internet. Right. You know what? You're right. I, I still wouldn't see Pray Love. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I, I... Oh, man. I would see Eat, Pray, Love with... I would see it with Lindsay Lohan. If Laura asked me to go see Eat, Pray, Love, thank God she doesn't and made it be the reason that I married her, she would never want to see that movie. But if she did, you'd totally go see it. And any even low-level celebrity, you would tell people about that forever. That'd be fun. Some people pay for this. Low-level celebrity, if an attractive girl asked you to go see Eat, Pray, Love, you'd go see Eat, Pray, Love. Probably. Look at Walton. He went yeah. to hold his friend's purse. Probably, but not Megan that Fox. not supposed to be on the show. Probably, <laughs> but not Megan Fox and not and not Devin Aoki. Okay, they're like, man. hot babes at Comic-Con. They're like, ooh, I'll go see Scott Pilgrim with you, but you got to go see Eat, Pray, Love with me. Huh? like, no thanks. After Scott Pilgrim, she looks up, you're just running down the street. <laughs> I got mine! Um, listen, let's keep this thing moving, alright? Uh, you, you probably saw Scott Pilgrim with Satine Phoenix. I did not. I saw Scott Pilgrim no. with my wife. Or, or Charlie Lane or Carly Montana. I don't know who those last two girls okay. are. Justine Jolie? I don't know who that is. They're all porn stars. <laughs> listen to the alliteration. No, no, I get that they're porn stars, but it's like... Dude, I don't know who that is. Yeah, I don't know. You were talking to Satina on your show. I know who Satina is. Oh, she's a friend of ours. She's a friend of ours. That's okay. different. And like, she's also a geek. Like Justine Jolie. She's a geek. Um, like Justine Jolie. Well, maybe we should write that name down. Listen, uh, Shadowland. Have you been reading Shadowland? Marvel uh, Shadowland? The, the, the Daredevil, Daredevil thing? The Daredevil Daredevil's crossover. gotten possessed by this, but these three ninja dudes from the hand are possessing Daredevil to right. be this evil motherfucker, and he set up this uh, thing called Shadowland in the middle of Hell's Kitchen, which is like this Japanese temple. In all the street level Marvel Universe characters like Luke Cage, Iron Fist, Spider Man, Punisher, Elektra, they're all fighting here. You know the the uh, all the Marvel 
Knights. All, all, all the Marvel Knights type characters. And then fucking throw in Ghost Rider, why don't you? Sure. sure. Uh, Moon Knight, they're all fighting, and they're all trying to save his soul or whatever, and he's just a bad motherfucker. And this is going to lead into like the end of the Daredevil series, isn't it? I don't know, but are you enjoying Shadowland? Are you reading it? I'm not I, I, reading... I think it's badass. I'm not... I, I've fl- I flipped through Shadowland because I like Moon Knight, mm-hmm. and I was like flipping through the Moon Knight issues. Um, Who the fuck likes Moon Knight? I like Moon Knight. Moon Knight's the most generic Moon shit. Moon Knight rocks because he's like Jewish. Oh, that's oh. his niche. A lot of people like Moon Knight. A lot of people talk about it. It's like, what? The generic Batman? Moon Knight Batman? is cool. Moon Knight's not cool. That's Burn like, Notice that's like is cool like, and Moon Knight is cool. And I you, will not you watch tolerate... The damage, uh, what is it? What is uh, the one? Uh, uh, one of those uh, posters we ignore. What was uh, the other show that we don't And watch? I will not tolerate any besmir- besmirching of Moon Knight in my presence. So if you're going to bemoan Moon Knight... Remember that, hey, remember that storyline... Moon Knight in, was an Avenger. Everybody was an Avenger. Remember that storyline in Moon Knight where... Oh, wait, no, you can't remember any. Uh, oh, remember that one uh, story arc in Moon Knight? Well, you can't. You can't remember any. Why? Because he's not a memorable character. He's no memorable fucking story. He's a cool character. He doesn't do shit. All right? It's like, it's, like, it's like, oh, remember that storyline in Ghost Rider when he... Oh, you can't. Why? Neither does Deadpool, but everybody for some reason loves Deadpool Not me. Now. I think he sucks. Okay, so what's good about Moon Knight? What's good about Moon Knight? Uh, the new, sentences. the new series, the new series when he's he's paralyzed and he doesn't have his Moon Knight powers anymore, and he sort of begs for the Moon Knight spirit to give him to let him be Moon Knight again. He sort of his whole life is sort of crumbled down to nothing, and he's desperately trying to become Moon Knight again. It's like regarding Henry with superpowers, who gives a shit. <laughs> You could, no, you but could, what are the Moon Knights? You could say, you could say that about... Fuck those Moon Knights do. You could have some converts here that could be on your side. There, uh, there was a what really... Sell Moon, Moon Knight to our audience. There was a really awesome Spider-Man and Moon Knight team-up once. Probably because it had Spider-Man in it. No, because it was Spider-Man and Moon Knight teaming up, and they're fighting thugs, and it was, you know, it was cool. Spider-Man and Moon Knight teaming up together. My, uh, uh, also, Moon so Knight is in. Up with Spider-Man. Moon Knight is in uh, Secret Avengers. Okay. And he's also awesome in Secret he's Avengers. He's the most worthless character in Secret, Secret Avengers. No, he's he's not. not as interesting. He's as totally Ronan worthless. Was. The most worthless Ronan, character dude. is uh, Valkyrie, I think. Well, Valkyrie's the the heavy hitter. So no. you need Valkyrie. Who's a heavier hitter? Oh yeah, you're right. Captain, you, you got Captain America. On he's that not. Team. He did, he's not he's super not powered. He's hitter. he is Olympic level. All right, we have. Valkyrie, and then we have what's his name? Ultra, what's his ass name with the helmet? Shoots around. Nova. Uh, Nova. Nova's really the Yeah, heavy there, there you go. Yeah. There's your Val- heavy Valkyrie, toss Valkyrie, okay? I'll, I'll, I'll agree with you there. Toss Valkyrie. Beast is the brains, right? So what does Moon Knight do? You have War Moon Machine. Knight has, and War Machine. And War Machine is so also. What does Moon Knight do other than War Machine? What does Moon Knight do? Ant Man's like a spy. What does Moon Knight do? Walks around and throws shit. What, is, what does Hawkeye do? Hawkeye shoots shit with arrows and makes smart-ass comments. Moon Knight doesn't even do Moon that. Knight's, Moon Knight's, uh, you know, he's the lone wolf. He's then why the, the fuck's he on a team? Because the team always needs, like, that sort of lone wolf. Are you enjoying the Ed Brubaker Dark Avengers? No, wait, or, si- the, or Secret Avengers? I am. I am enjoying the yes. Secret Avengers. Yes. He's fulfilling the, role, the Wolverine role, is yeah. what I'm saying. Who he's, also doesn't belong on the Avengers, but he's still on the damn team. He's on every team. Though. He's on every team, right. Um, you're enjoying... And I like the X-Men books. I, I, I like... like uh, so I like New Secret Avengers. Yeah, so do I. So do I. I, I like the uh, Ed Brubaker Secret Avengers and all this. Um, are you reading this miniseries, Punisher vs. the Marvel Universe, where the Marvel Universe has like this 28 Days Later type of virus, and it's like years later, and the Punisher is that the Frankie Castle? Da- 
No, no, not Frankencastle, which is very much a lot of fun. But this is just the regular Punisher. It's kind of an Elseworlds. It's in the future, near future, like is a year or two. Is this related to like Marvel Zombies? No. Okay. But he's just I hunting down this, the bad no. guys. It's okay. What I like is like the artwork and uh, and it's just fun. You know, it's him and, and Deadpool's in that as a zombie, and he's trying to kill Deadpool. My thing Deadpool. with Punisher yeah. is I liked it. I liked it when um, Ennis uh, rebooted the Marvel Knights uh-huh. and the way that started. Right. And then when it became Max, I just sort of uh, fell out with it. It's a little redundant. I think Ennis went way too crazy with Punisher after a while, and they've got some great guys on Punisher now. I'm not Jason Aaron on Punisher. I just really I liked uh, the Welcome Back Frank story, Mm -hmm. is and I liked Rick Remender on Punisher. I enjoyed a lot too. Uh, We've had on the show. Yeah, Rick Remender is a lot of fun, man. Uh, But X books. I don't know. X Force, X Force, Sex and Violence What's is what everyone should be reading. Are, you, I didn't even know we had that shit. Oh, okay. Uh, listen, guys. Uh, what else do you recommend to the kids? Uh, X Force for the kids. X Force, mm-hmm. Sex and Violence. This like miniseries. Uh, yes, I like sex and violence in X Force. And Wolverine and Domino together, having sex and violence together. Awesome. You're gonna go and fucking commit some sex crime <laughs> when you're done here, like. You're scaring me with your intensity. No, I just read. I just read it in comics. Getting comics and video games and movies. I told you. Where you get sex and video games? Huh? Um, guys, PAX went on this past weekend up in Seattle. This That's is a right. Big, big uh, Penny Arcade Expo. Uh, the big news that I thought coming out of the what I've been reading is Duke Mass Duke, Effect Two. Mass Effect Two on PS3. Sure. And Duke Nukem Forever. Duke Nukem Forever. After 13 years, a game yeah. nobody cared about anymore is finally hey. coming out. Hey. hey. Come on. No, I'm glad that the Chinese democracy of video games is coming out. <laughs> yeah, it's like Thank Chinese you. democracy of video you, games. It's probably going to be exactly like Chinese Gilmore, democracy. you're officially Sucks. okay again. <laughs> as soon as it comes so out, people are going to be like, oh, why did we look forward to this? You know? <laughs> Duke Nukem Forever? We were past this. How can this game compete in a world of video games that has passed it by? Now we've got Arkham City that we got to look forward to. Now we have so many other games to look forward to. This... Holdover from 1997 is what everybody's excited about? It doesn't make any sense. I mean... What, why, you, what are you excited about in this Duke Nukem Forever? Because it's a new Duke Nukem game. It's that ride to Disneyland that our dad told us uh, we would get. I want to... I want to... Matterhorn? It sucks. I want to look... I like the Matterhorn, first of all. Second of all, I want to look at and play a new Duke Nukem game. If it sucks, it, it sucks. Violence? Also, no, if it sucks, I'll say so. But I, I'm excited about it, and I want to see. I want to see if it'll be good. Nostalgia factor. You're May, maybe it is. Heavy on nostalgia. I like the Duke Nukem series, and I want to play the new game. Keep but in mind, I'm, I'm again, like bitching it's, about it, okay. but I'll buy every fucking Zelda game that comes out, even right. though they're identical. Right? right. Even 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 though even though uh, Miyamoto ma- made a you know a fool of himself at E3 this year. Yeah, because it didn't work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I, I hear you, and I'm hyping. I, I'm kind of. I'm not playing devil's advocate. I'm kind of being honest. I really don't care about the Duke Nukem thing. Right. It felt like the first person passed it by. Like, like if it's not Halo or Borderlands or one of these like pick-ass games, what role does Duke Nukem Forever still play in this? How can it compete? You know. Um, that remains to be seen. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, how did we we see new Wolfenstein? We see, right. and then we see stuff and, like and nobody cared about those games when they okay, came out. Okay, like, uh, but then you see Singularity, which is redundant. Of like everything right. that's but those are games that, right that, that that did that marginally well on sales. You're never gonna see sequels to them. Okay, but then you but like then you see like stuff like Darksiders, which is right. like 
God of War and THQ's Dark Side was supposedly amazing. Together, but supposedly it did very well. Fun, yeah. But it did very well, and I loved it just because it was sort of this action RPG that perfectly mixed sort of action platforming with uh, like Zelda style RPG elements. What is your take on the other big game that I thought came out of Mass uh, Effect Two? Well, Mass Effect Two uh, on the PS3. Arkham City. Uh, Arkham City. That would nobody knew more. Uh, the only thing I heard is that it's five to six times bigger than Arkham Asylum, which is supposedly huge, huge. I uh, I'm looking Have forward to that. Have you played Arkham Asylum, dude? Arkham Asylum. Okay. I'm on the fucking late okay. train to Arkham Asylum. I have you seen what I've been doing? Do you are you friends with me on Xbox Live? What is the one game I play on Xbox Live when you log on? I'm not. I, I don't. I play the superior system. It's called PS3. I don't play Xbox. Oh, that's cool. You can I don't play. You, you, yeah, House. I don't play Cra- glorified PCs. Hey, did you play that new game, Castle Crashers? Cool, because we all played it two years ago. I hope <laughs> you enjoy it. Oh, glad though. I play Uncharted too. You know what? The best game of 2009. PS3 users are like. Best game of what? 2009. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. PS3 users are like, <laughs> dude, it's so awesome. I got the PS3. Wasteland. Like, like you're like, man, I can't wait to play with my friends. Tumbleweed rolling across the fucking <laughs> like nobody's on it. How does it feel to not play with anybody when you get on? I play with lots of people on Uncharted Two multiplayer. Still, it's getting bigger. Ralph Opel or somebody. I can understand it's getting bigger. And now with this Xbox Live charging sixty dollars a year for, yeah, you know, it's like what are you gonna do? And uh, most of our shit's on automatic. Radio. I play with a superior system. Get the but fuck out but of here Arkham with that. Ci- Arkham City. But going back to Arkham City, um, Arkham Asylum is like was like the greatest like. One of the greatest games of all time, period. Right. Greatest comic book superhero game, period. Right. So the new game the new game looks fantastic. I love the new character designs. I love the new characters we're gonna be seeing. Mm-hmm. Like Two Face Catwoman, Two Face. Yeah. I hear Talia Al Ghul is gonna be in it. Mr. Freeze is going to be in it. I don't like the the developers seemed upset by how which people used, uh, what was it, detective mode yes, in detective the first mode. game. So apparently they want to pare it down where you can't like turn it on and off whenever you want, which mm-hmm. I don't really like because I liked I like detective mode. Because you're a cheater. Huh? You no, know, you it's not needed. To, you yeah, couldn't you see. It's right. like you, 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 need, you needed to use detective mode a lot. And I, I still feel I appreciated the game and all the graphical right. elements and all the environments even when I used detective mode. So I don't quite see their complaint of... Uh, detective mode ruins the look of the game, and you're not appreciating all the or it's all the hard the hand, work, or you're seeing the bad guys, and this and it's making things easier on you. No, I mean I play the Metroid games on um, the Metroid Prime games with like the the inspection scope, and I like reading all the shit that they put in the game. Yeah, but I like seeing the clues. But I, I mean, like all that stuff. I mean, even when I you know you have to run around, you can still sort of appreciate the sort of. Because in Arkham Asylum, it was like every room was different. Every room was filled with atmosphere and character, and there was always, like, it always felt like... Oh, please, it, this guy's a, a fucking wild card, man. I'm He's sorry. stepping on the cable and... Uh, okay, here. Can this be edited out? No, 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 no absolutely not. Okay. Keep going. Keep going, Jeff. Okay, so it's like every room had... There was something going on in, like, every, every area you went to in that game, and it was so amazing because you never expected a game with Batman in it to have things like right. that. Because usually those are just cash grabs. You know, right. it's like, let's just dump this. Do you think that this Shattered Dimensions, the Spider-Man game, Activision, is aspiring to be that? No, I think it'll just be another fun Spider-Man game. It looks like it has some really cool sort of stuff in it. I got to play a little bit of that at Comic-Con, and I liked, I liked what I played with it. The controls were a little 
herky jerky. Supposedly they change with every iteration of Spider-Man you play as. So okay. out of the four Spider-Mans, they de they each have their own control, like there variants of the Here's what I'll scheme. say: the the, the Spider-Man Noir level plays a lot like Arkham As well, Asylum. Could be a good thing. Um, and yeah, I thought that was sort of interesting. Do you have something to say, Gilmore? Uh, we're running out of time. Oh, okay. So I thought, I think that's really interesting. I, I don't think it'll be, I don't think it'll achieve what I, right. Arkham Asylum did. I think it'll be it's a, a solid, goal. Yeah. I think it'll be a solid game, a sp solid in terms of Spider-Man. We will know pretty soon because the game comes out like next week. Right. Um, Mega Man Universe is a, is a curiosity that I saw coming out of PAX 10. We've learned more. We saw some trailers that are up on the website. This game looks insane. I love that it's 2D. I love that it's retro Mega Man. And I love that you can play as characters Man 9 like the Ryu same way? and stuff. And 9 and 10 were too. But right. it looks like an, an enhanced right. version of the 2D uh, Mega Man. A little bit of the 8-bit but with nice graphics. It looks pretty awesome. There's a trailer up on Geekscape. Where does Mega Man fit in? Mega Man... Where does Mega Man fit in with game history? He's... The world has passed Mega Man by. I mean, I he was big in the... 80s and 90s, but he's not relevant anymore. to make the point anymore. that you were making about Duke Nukem. Right. Uh, how, I, I, where does I, I, Mega Man fit in these days? How can how can Mega, a Mega Man know. game be good again? We'll find out. But I think the challenge... Mega Man was a side-scrolling action-adventure platform game that Capcom did in the 80s. How can you make him updated? London, tell me that. We get it, Jeff. Okay. We get it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Did you make your point, Jeff? Yes. You come on my show, you riff on the host. <laughs> this happens every week, Jeff. This isn't new, Jeff. I'm sorry. My life is in ruins. Thanks for bringing it up. Uh, guys, if you want to... Uh, Are you okay? If you want to stomp on the ashes of the house he just burned down, uh, geekscape.net is where you can find it. My point is... My <laughs> I, point I, is I understand. I'm excited about the new and Mega you, Man. And, and you have a point that we have to take each game as its own on its own rights. But let's wrap up. Geekscape.net, guys. Go submit some news. Talk on the forums. Go buy a t-shirt. And also, you can check us out at facebook.com slash geekscape.net spelled out. Same thing for YouTube and Twitter. That's where you can find our URLs. And you can find this guy, Jeffrey Harris, inside of a gorilla cage at the local zoo and also just online like look for this guy on uh, Facebook and uh, 411 Mania right and a million other places Jeffrey Harris and the most prolific ToonZone.net the most prolific man on the internet Jeffrey Harris I wish no yeah, you're, you're more prolific than our own Bibiani the wizard of wizardry I don't know no 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 am I part of your gang now that hurts man what is this fucking power ring you have here it's my class ring from it what year? Soul. 2010. From the 1600s. Wow. Fucking wearing that shit for eight years. Look at that. Like, gathers souls the whole time. Jeffrey Harris, everybody. The Minister of Mayhem. J. Brightest day. To the E. To the double F. Re. Woo!